Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. Welcome to this week's episode of the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. I am thrilled to have you meet my guest this week. She is just an incredible human. I don't know what's been happening in the universe lately, but I have had all these amazing women come across my platforms and I've been able to meet them and talk with them and such kindred spirits. And you will see that in Jen. And so I am going to introduce you to Jen and she is a champion for midlife women. She's a life and business coach and an activist dedicated to women's empowerment. She's also a podcaster and a motivational speaker. And after 25 years in public relations and marketing, that's when she decided it was time to serve bigger. Jen Marples, welcome, welcome, welcome to The Rutledge Perspective. I am so happy to be here, Laurel. And I agree with you on this journey of, you know, empowering midlife women. I have met the most amazing women and you're one of them. And it's just- Thank you. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. I think we're building yeah. this like wonderful community of women that are, we're just here. We're here to help everyone rise. And it's I so amazing. So. I think so too. It's incredible. And you know, when you open yourself up too, things happen, right? And so what I want to start with, because I think your story is fantastic as we talked about it. Give us like a little snapshot of how you got from there to here. Okay. Well, for everyone listening, I'm 52 and I feel like I'm 30 because that's what happens when you're on mission. And also my kids are older too, because I think we all feel like we're dying. We all look horrible when our kids are younger. Right. (laughs) Aside. Um, So my, my long story short is I ran a PR firm in San Francisco for 12 years. And for basically my whole entire adult career, I was in PR and marketing. That's all I had ever done. And it served me until it didn't. So when I had my PR firm in the city, it was crazy. I had, I like to explain that when my business was growing, my waistline waistline was expanding because I popped out three kids in the span of two years. So I have a son um, who's almost 17 and twin girls who are almost 15. So it was Mm -hmm. like, boom, boom, back to back. And it was like, I'm sitting on the boards of charities. My husband's an entrepreneur. We're living at the corner of Haight-Nashbury, 12 clients, employees. It's like, what like it's hard? Yeah. yeah, but guess what? We were all sold a bill of goods in the 80s and 90s because we're like the same mm-hmm. generation. Yes. Now we could do it all, that you did it all and you're kind of suffer and you just trot yeah. along and you can have those babies and have a marriage and have friends and be involved with charities and serve clients and do it all. And it's just going to be perfect and fabulous. Yes. And yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> So in the midst of that sort of, yeah, it's like it wasn't until it wasn't, but was it ever? Um, So I remember one day walking into my kitchen, I remember the kids were really young and and meanwhile, being an entrepreneur, I did not take really any time off because six weeks, Mm -hmm. is your body even healed after having a baby in six weeks? So all you business owners out there can 
empathize, you've been there because you mm -hmm. just, there's really not a lot of time off when you're running a business. Mm -hmm. so I remember walking through my kitchen and looking at the, um, a window and going, if I just smash that window, I could go to the hospital and everyone would leave me alone. Uh, and that was a real thought. And then I stopped myself going, they probably are gonna actually put me on a psych hold if I punch <laughs> out a window and I would probably get, actually the children would probably get taken away from me or I'm gonna get locked right. up. Right. So maybe that's not such a good idea. We have to figure out yeah. something else. But the funny thing is, is I kept on going and going and going and going and I was having these, um, health things that were presenting themselves, but mm -hmm. I didn't pay them any mind at the time. I was losing right. uh, feeling in my fingers and toes. I cracked through four crowns. Mm -hmm. I was having heart palpitations. And so I remember one night I was working till midnight because uh, someone had left the company and I was just in a small business mode of, am I hiring somebody new? Mm -hmm. But I was responsible for all these clients and running all the business and I was yeah. having like arrhythmia. So what did I yeah. do? It wasn't yin yoga. I signed myself up for a boot camp in Golden Gate Park and started running through the park with eight pound medicine balls. <laughs> like, I talked to a Chinese, because that's what you do. I talked to a Chinese yeah. doctor later and she's like, you needed yin yoga and acupuncture and like a, a silent retreat. <laughs> right. Um, but you set your, you put yourself into boot camp carrying eight pound balls. Way to go. Yes. So, yes. Uh, you know, bless her back there because she was yeah. doing what she knew how to do or like, with, the old, with the tools I had, which wasn't yes. much. Right. Um, so I just kept like, you know, running and burning and burning and burning. And then we finally um, moved north. We left the city. Um, we're just over mm -hmm. the bridge because my son was starting kindergarten. We needed to lower mm -hmm. the stress level. Right. I still had my business, though. So a couple, probably two years after we moved, my husband comes to me one day and he's like, you've got to stop. Because what was mm -hmm. happening was, you know, running the kids around running my business. I was doing crisis yeah. communications too. I should say that. So mm. we were doing high intensity PR. Whole Foods was one of my clients. We were doing a lot of mm -hmm. crisis communications. I had, we had really big fortune 500 clients. Yes. So it was very stressful. I was always on. And, um, but that's who I was. I was always on yes. and I was doing it. That's who I was. Except that uh, the outside world was getting the best of me and the interior mm -hmm. world of my husband and my children were getting the absolute worst. Yeah. And I could get emotional thinking about it because it did take me a long time to have those babies. I had to go through fertility. I've got endometriosis. I had this whole thing I had to go through to have mm -hmm. those babies. And I'm yelling at them at the end of the night yeah. because I've got to yeah. go to bed. I've got five more hours worth of work to do. They've got to go to bed. They just want their mom. And I was mm -hmm. kind of, you know, bursting into flames. Yeah. And so my husband, bless him, was like, you got to make a change. Mm -hmm. And so therein lies the big it was like a big crash and um yeah. it was the realization that i did need to step back mm -hmm. just to have a moment to think because i was also my anxiety was through the roof i couldn't process yeah. things normally i could kind of see that a little bit from the outside mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i slowly let clients go i didn't renew contracts i referred away business and finally mm -hmm. wrapped things up and then i was stuck with me my thoughts who the hell are you who am yes. I without this business? I made really good money. I mm -hmm. had a company and all of a sudden, and I'd always worked. I think I always worked. Yeah. I think I worked since high school yeah. and so I'm not working now. Who am I? Yeah. And so there became like, that was like the big deconstruction. Mm -hmm. And so I had to bring in a team to help. And that's why I always preach getting help when you need it, because I was a puddle yes. on the ground, having multiple breakdowns of who the hell am I? Plus mm -hmm. my health was in the ground and I didn't even realize it. 
As right. a funny aside, I had gotten my birth chart read by this astrologer or astrologist rather, and she she read me my life. Yes, yeah. like you're this, you're that, you're you're serving, you're giving too much, you have nothing left to give, you need to spend yeah. time on you, your health, go see a naturopath, get your get your house mm -hmm. in order, basically. Yeah. So I did that. So I went, I did go to a naturopath and I also mm -hmm. went to my regular doctor. So my mm -hmm. iron stores were almost non-existent. I had adrenal fatigue. My thyroid yeah. was off. But this is what happens with women. We drive ourselves into the ground. Yes. We can't go no more until yes. we actually get help. And so that's yep. part of why I'm doing everything I'm doing. Yeah. So the point of all that, it was a a really important time because mm -hmm. for someone who is always achieving and doing to sit with yourself yes. and sort of be in this cocoon. And this is actually the word my uh, therapist had said, because I went mm -hmm. deep with my therapist. We had to yeah. really peel back some layers. She's like, you have to be really comfortable yeah. in the discomfort mm -hmm. and be in this cocoon and heal yourself mentally and physically. Yes. And then you'll come out and you'll, you will be that butterfly once again. So Absolutely. Kinda, yeah, it's just, it was, it was, I kept going back to that visual because at yeah. that point, I would go to lunch with somebody and need to take a nap for three hours because that's just how fried I was. Yes, I would sleep exactly. in on a Saturday till 12 or one o'clock. And that's not who mm -hmm. I am. I bound out of bed. I go to yoga. Right. And that's, that's who I am. Right. So I'm like, the, what is wrong with me? So I was really depressed. And then you throw in like perimenopause and the menopause I was about oh, 45 yeah. when this was going on. So and I didn't even know until I started to see doctors like this was what was happening. Mm -hmm. So to make that long story short, I spent that time working on myself, being being in the discomfort, and it was mm -hmm. it's really uncomfortable. And so yes. I never want to say making changes is, is really easy because it is hard. It takes a lot of um, time and a lot of intention and a lot of purpose. Mm -hmm. um, but one day I kind of woke up and I was like, oh, coaching training sounds interesting. So I did that. Yeah. And that was a very intense program. And within that program, I started, um, I did a yoga teacher training and I don't teach mm -hmm. yoga, but I love yoga and I love yoga philosophy and yoga keeps me sane and keeps everybody in yeah. my house alive. Ask any of yes. my kids and my <laughs> husband, especially, he'd be the first right? to go. Yes. Um, and then that led me to, so finally kind of being built up and going, all right, let's see where some of this sort of training takes me. And one, literally it was like one week I decided in two weeks, I'm going to have a women's event. I'm going to invite women over. We're going to have dinner and it's going to be coaching light and we're going to talk and we're going to see what happens. Yeah. And so I pulled that off in two weeks and 20 women came over. Yeah. And I was so surprised at what was shared that night mm -hmm. because women, and this was pre-pandemic, were already feeling really disconnected. Yes. And so everyone, you know, we're all living in that world and this, you know, social media pre-pandemic of everyone's life is so great. They, oh, mm -hmm. Sally has it together. Jane has it together. Everyone's got it all together. And what I realized that night was when women come together and we share our deepest mm -hmm. truth, we feel more connected and less alone. And that night yes. we had a woman share that she had cancer. We had mm -hmm. a woman share that she was in bankruptcy. I had a woman share that she really wanted to start a business, but her mom was clucking in her ear saying, mm -hmm. you're too old to start your own business. And yes. on it went. And I was like, what? And then all these women wanted to stay together. They wanted to keep talking. Yes. A lot of these women didn't even know each other when they showed up. I'm like, all right, I'm on to something here. Mm -hmm. So I just kept going. I kept doing these events. And on the side, I was doing some PR consulting just to make some money. Mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, kind of the friends and family help, yeah. no big firm, no big nothing, just kind of on the DL. And um, so had these events, had these events, and then COVID happened. And so I took them online. And then I still had some PR clients. Yeah. But there was really a little bit, little over a year ago, I woke up one morning 
And it was like there was a crack in the universe. Mm -hmm. It was like the Holy Spirit himself came through me and he said, all right, Jen, it's go time. Yeah. And that day, I, I should really find the date. Yeah. Because it was around February of yeah. 2021. And it was, it was go time. It was like I was activated. I was already out there helping and serving. But that day I went on all social media platforms and I said, this is who I am. This is what I did. PR, this is what I do now. I'm here to serve women. I'm 51. Mm -hmm. We need to support each other. And I just haven't stopped since. Yeah. And so that led, that whole year was, you know, just kind of taking that out for a spin and still doing some events and things like mm -hmm. that, retreats. And then I, I hired a business coach um, yeah. in the midst of all that because I said, I need yeah. to figure out what this all is and I need the accountability yeah. and I, I know there's something deep and I want to get this going. Mm -hmm. So then, thank God I hired her, Jen, thank you. Yeah. Um, and she kicked my ass to get my podcast going and I started that yeah. in September. And that was a dream for two years. And mm -hmm. so that's, you know, shout out to coaches because yes. I coach, it's like you need that accountability and you need somebody really seeing what you're capable of when you're, especially mm -hmm. when you're switching because yes. PR, I could, I could tell CEOs what to do at their company all day long, but when you really switch into something new, it was so important to have that support. Yeah. So I started my podcast and I went big, Laurel. I went big. I did two podcasts <laughs> a week. Yes. Because why not? You know, right? let's go big or why go not? home. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so I, um, it was funny when I did my first recording, I was just, it was a friend who was a fellow midlife woman and I didn't know if I was mm -hmm. going to focus more on business or just the midlife journey. Right. And then I really decided to focus in on the entrepreneurial journey because so many mm -hmm. women are either being aged out of the workforce at this point in time, or women have taken a lot of time off and they want to get right. back in. And so after the first conversation, I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And then I also do solo episodes, kind of just giving right. life, life and business advice. So I've dropped, just recently dropped it down to one because I'm opening yeah. things up because I'm doing more speaking and a lot of right. other stuff. Um, right. But the journey of the podcast has been amazing because you meet so many wonderful women. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure there isn't a bad interview you've ever had because every woman right. you meet, I'm, it doesn't matter who you are, what you've yeah. done, every woman is incredible and has something to share. So this is where I am now. So I want to yeah. go out and impact, you know, my goal is I want to impact over a million women at midlife and just... yeah. Can we swear on the show? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. I just want to say, because my tagline, everyone, is yes. you're not too fucking old to do whatever the fuck you want. Yes. Because exactly. we're not. We're not. It's not we're over not. until no. it's over, until they're lowering you down the grave or you're, you're, you're getting fried up in whatever, the, yeah. the incinerator. So we yes. have a whole life left to live. I mean, we have half our lives left. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Well, and, and what I think, there are a few things that you said in there that I... I really resonated with me when we first talked. And I think will resonate with the audience as well. And, and one of those is, you know, we, as women, it, that whole quote unquote midlife crisis shows up different for us. And I remember going to a priest, I had moved to Ohio and I remember going to see the priest who was doing um, all of the care for if you were just having a challenge, right? And so, and for some reason, my brain is just not working. <laughs> it starts with a P. And so she was doing all of that. And I made a, a, an appointment with her. And I remember her telling me, cause I was like, I'm so tired. I don't understand. I used to be able to handle all of this stuff. I mean, I was driving a hundred day, hundred miles a day round trip, right to work. And it was, and it was snowing and I'm a Texan. So that wasn't a whole other problem, but it just, it, something wasn't right. And I couldn't put my hand on it. And she said, Laurel, you know, the midlife crisis for women 
manifest differently. It feels like we're losing our minds. It feels like we just can't handle it anymore, which doesn't make sense because we've always been able to handle it. So why all of a sudden can we not handle it? And so I told her, I said, yeah, I think that's what it is. And so when you and I talked, that whole idea of, wait, something, I, I, something's not right. I'm not sure what that is, but I'm too busy to really dig into that. So I'm going to do something that maybe will fix it, but I'm going to keep pushing. And that idea that we have to almost break, not almost, many of us have to break in order to make a change and finding that help, especially therapy. I'm a big believer in therapy. It's been, you know, 12 years with my therapist. I love her. And that idea of, of understanding and finding that help, every coach needs a coach, right? So, so as you then embarked upon this, you know, go big or go home. I'm doing this podcast, you know, two days a week. I'm going to help midlife women. What is the thing for you, Jen, that really grounded you in, these are my people, and this is the impact that I want to make, because this is what I'm, not only what I experienced, but this is the other thing that I'm seeing that everybody is feeling. Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, because I have been doing those events for like two years, and I'm mm -hmm. in constant contact with women all the time. And I'm involved in networking groups, even the yoga studios. I go to two different yoga studios and everyone mm -hmm. is sort of, and where I live, it's a little bit of an older demographic. So it is mm -hmm. sort of late millennials, sort of the Gen mm -hmm. X, the mid, the prime and the midlife. So it's yeah. kind of who I'm surrounded by. So it's just sort of mm -hmm. unofficial research, chatting right. with women and then having these events. And every, what was popping up was two different things of women who had been, you know, sort of taking time off and maybe they were an invest, uh, investment banker, or they were a lawyer or mm -hmm. they were this or they were that. And they're like, I don't want to do that anymore. But what do I yeah. do? I know I need to do something. Mm -hmm. Something's calling for me. Or there are the women who, and I put my myself in that bucket back when mm -hmm. with the PR job of, I can't stand what I'm doing anymore. It's not for me. Yes. I'm not on purpose. And then how the hell do you figure it out? Like, how do you figure mm -hmm. it out? Because mm -hmm. a lot of most people kind of just quit their jobs and decide, okay, this is what right. I want. So, right. and then there's a couple of variations within that. Mm -hmm. But what's really interesting, and and I've done some research on this, is at midlife, I think maybe guys, my my husband actually, he's a cliche, did buy a race yeah. car, and I'm yes. still <laughs> wondering what the health and or the life right. insurance. Hopefully that's up a little because I was right. asking when he goes to the track, and like hopefully that's high because. I want to be comfortable if you die. Yes, you know? exactly. Okay. Like I just... <laughs> but for women, I think we're really trying to find our purpose. Yes. And there's this um, woman, I've been loosely following her research that actually the midlife brain where, mm -hmm. um, and I wish I could cite her name. Mm -hmm. um, I can't remember, but I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to seek yeah. her out and have her on my podcast. Okay. But the long and okay. short of it is, is that our brains, because we're in the, when we get to this perimenopause, especially in the menopause phase, mm -hmm. That multitasking that we all used to do, need yes. to do to get through, because it's it goes back to like the baby on the hip, like stirring mm -hmm. the food on the thing and taking care of the village. We don't yes. need to do that anymore because our goal isn't to procreate. Right. That's done. Right. Mm -hmm. So that mm -hmm. we kind of lose the ability to multitask and we all feel like all of a sudden we have ADHD and like brain yeah. fog or something in this yes. later or this mid part of life. But really it's we have this really awesome ability to focus and really like mm -hmm go all in on a passion right. or a purpose. So that's what makes mm -hmm. us like incredible, especially if you want to start yeah. your own business to make a big change because yes. we can really focus in on it. People ask me all the time, like, how do you have so much energy? How can you get all this done? Mm 
And yeah. all I can say is that I'm so on purpose and on mission. I yes. get up every day happy knowing even on a hard day, because there's mm -hmm. a hard, it's this business. I mean, you, yeah. there's so many moving. If we could just talk all day, like Laurel right. and I, like, great, we'll just do this all the day. <laughs> right, right. Gotta actually produce a podcast, promote a podcast, and there's everything else. So there is yes. work. But when you know you're being guided, I'm being guided by something that's greater than me. Right. And this is my mission in life. Mm -hmm. And so that guides me. And, and it's what I also preach to other women, women that I coach, yeah. women I like just on my podcast in passing. Mm -hmm. It's like, just have to know that you are yeah. vital, that no one's past a prime date. Like we are, I, I feel more vital now than I did at 30. Mm -hmm. And that is the God's honest truth. Yeah. And that, and you cannot care what people think and just yes. get rid of fear and know, and this is really hard for women, know that you're worthy of being yes. happy. Yeah. and having a say in doing what you want because a lot of women still have the guilt of like if my, my kids are still home I, yeah. shouldn't they be the first priority and mm -hmm. should i put myself to the side till they leave yeah and the answer is no no you got to put your mask on first you just got to put your mask on first and there's a reason they say it on a, say that on the plane right there's the the actual technical practical piece that says if the plane's going down we're losing oxygen if you're helping everybody else, you will die because you don't have oxygen. So you need to get your own oxygen before you help somebody else. And I think we sometimes turn that into selfishness. And as my friend Holly Dowling always says, you know, you have to be a little selfish in order to be selfless, right? And so that whole idea of it is okay to think about you first, because when you're whole and happy and healthy, and, and even if it's not happy, if you're content, if you're in purpose, then your ability to really give everything you can give is, is incredible. You know, I, I also just read an article and I think this, this taps into what you just said too, being on purpose, being really driven, knowing very clearly what it is you want to do. I just read a statement by Fawn Weaver and I'm just believing that she's going to be on my fireside show. Um, she is the CEO and founder of uncle nearest whiskey. So true disruptor, right? In that whole industry, not only is it big boys, but no women. Now there are a few, but she was one of the first, right? Really breaking ground. And the story is just incredible. But I just read something from her today that said, she says no to almost everything, almost everything. And she says, not only do I say no to almost everything, but I don't feel bad about it. I don't feel bad that I've hurt somebody's feelings because I said no, because it's not about them. I am very intentional in what I say yes to. My no's are quick. My no's are extremely quick. My yeses take a little more time because I want my yeses to be always with intention. I want them to be purpose-driven. I want them to be aligned with everything that I'm trying to build. And I thought that was so powerful. So when you're, you're telling women and you're coaching women, one, you're not too old, it's not too late. You know, it is really about being able to focus. What is your thing that you say to them about, you know, just, just say no, <laughs> just say no to stuff. It's okay to say no. It's funny that you mentioned that because I'm like, I love this woman because yeah. that is my, I have friends who are like, every time that they say no to stuff, they say, Jen, I just said no. And I had you in my head because <laughs> I tell people all the time as actually yeah. just um, talking with a client about it. I said, look at your, you know, look at your, ca your calendar on a Sunday night, mm -hmm. look at the week and anything yes. that makes you go kind of, uh, get rid of it, get rid mm -hmm. of it. I mean, if someone's asking you for coffee and you're like, oh, say no, just yeah. say no. And it can be a complete sentence. If that feels too hard for you, say, 
No, sorry. Thank you for inviting me. I can't do it. Don't give your 80 paragraphs of why right? you can't do it because women, do, I swear to God, we've all gotten the text. Well, I had to take my son to this and that and that, and I have a this yeah. and that, and I got back from a trip. I don't need to know. No, just no know. one needs to know. Just mm -hmm. know is fine. And yeah. I just actually um, was at, I was giving a, a speech. I was on a panel rather uh, last mm -hmm. week. And this was one of the things I said. I said, if you don't start saying no, Mm -hmm. And the women were a little bit younger. I'm like, if you don't start saying mm -hmm. no and start putting yourself first, and most of the women in the room are business owners, mm -hmm. you won't be able to say yes to the things that are either going to make you happy and fill you up or drive yes. you towards those goals that you want to achieve. Right. And right. it's so important. It's, it's like one of my top five pieces of advice I give to women because mm -hmm. women, that's the other thing. We say yes to everything. We do. And especially they look at you at the kids' school. Thank God my kids are graduating. The youngest are yeah. graduating from eighth grade and they know they knew not to look at me a long right. time ago. They're like, don't look at me. No, because they look at a productive woman. They're like, no. Oh, we can put you on everything. Yeah. Like, you can run the auction, right? Because I've yeah. got the PR firm and three kids. Can you ask somebody else? But you know, I'll right. get it done, of course. Because and But yes. I did it. I checked that box. But it's like, mm -hmm. after it's like, nope, just say no, 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 mm -hmm. no, no. And then conversely, put things on your schedule that are going to help you go towards some type of a goal or something that you yes. want to achieve. And it can be something mm -hmm. small. So right. I'm also not saying that I did want to make a point because we said being on purpose and mission. So there's a lot mm -hmm. of women who might think I'm listening to this. So it's easy for you to say, I can't quit my job. No yeah. one's saying quit jobs because you can still no. go after passion and purpose on the side. Absolutely. And just change your perspective about what you're doing for work. And mm -hmm. I remember having this even conversation with my husband. It's like, you're supporting your family, you're doing what you need yeah. to do, but you still get to put things on the plate that make you happy. So if it's like yes. taking salsa dance, dancing lessons on mm -hmm. the side or right. favorite authors speak or picking up a hobby, horseback riding, whatever it is, mm -hmm. make sure you do that because you're a whole human. You're not just out yes. there working and serving and doing things for other people. But the no, exactly. so, so saying no is one of the most powerful things yeah. you can do and then not caring what people think. Yes. But something, something flips at, at 50. I, I never knew that this, I, I'd heard people say that, but something flipped. I actually celebrated my 50th birthday in Jamaica with five of my girlfriends. And um, I'd made the decision to do that and, and make the investment in that because I just, I needed it, right? And then I wanted them there with me and, and we did a give back while we were there. I mean, it was just, it was phenomenal. And we did nothing but just kind of rest, right? And, and I remember there was something in that moment where after that, I thought, mm, there's a lot of stuff that I'm just, I'm just done. I'm just not doing that. Right. And, and now I've always been that person that I, I'm usually in it to win it, but when I'm done, I'm done. I'm not angry. I'm not upset. I'm not emotional. I'm just, I'm just done. And I've found that at 50, that switch did flip for me that I am so much quicker to say, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that or I'm done with that. Or yeah, I'm not, uh, you're just not, I'm not going to spend any more time. I'm not making a judgment on your character. You do you boo, but I'm, I'm done. And so that energy time is not renewable. So <laughs> my friend Liv said that uh, time is not renewable. And so I'm not going to spend a lot of my time, energy, those precious resources on that or on you uh, because it makes no sense to me to do that anymore. And at 50, I don't have any problem saying that and moving on, moving on without feeling guilty. And that's, it's one of the reasons why 
when I started all of this, I call it the Rutledge perspective, which you talked about, right? It's change your perspective, change your circumstances. I truly believe that. And you can, I tell my clients all the time, don't, don't hurt you because you're mad at them. See your job, as Lisa Nichols says, see your job as your investor in what you really want to do. Find your little side hustle or find your thing you want to do on the side or, or continue to use what you're doing now as learning, right? Use the time to build a network or whatever you need to do and then leave on your terms. Don't stop performing. Don't change your attitude. Don't do all those kind of things. Put things in perspective that this is just still on the path to what you really want. It's all about alignment, right? My alignment thing is going on starting next week. Get really clear on who you are and where you are. So then when you make those decisions to say yes or no, you know that they're on the path to what you really want. I love that. Now you talked about five key pieces of advice and you gave us two, right? So don't care about what you want and say no. What are your others that you would give to women? Yeah, so you can't care what people think Mm -hmm. and saying no. Mm -hmm. Number three is having courage. Mm. You've got to have courage to take a step. Because you're not, especially when you're doing something, you're not going to feel confident. You're going to feel anything. But when I started this podcast, I'm like, who that, you're like, who the hell is she? Who's going to listen to me, right? Welcome to the Jen Marple show, you know? Okay. First podcast, you know, you buy all this equipment, you're like, okay. But you you just have to have the courage to take the step because then that'll Mm -hmm. give you information about taking that next step. And the more you do, the more you do, the more you do. I mean, you probably go back to podcast number one and it's not going to be as tight as your (laughs) podcast 30, you know, and every single person out there who's like, who've got really successful podcasts will say the same thing. Everyone Mm -hmm. who's done anything will say the same thing about step one, like day one versus day 300. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not taking a step, you're not going to get any information. Yeah. So nothing happens in a vacuum. If you're just sitting still, what's going to happen? Yeah, exactly. Um, another big piece of advice I always give out is finding the right community and the right, Mm. either friends, networking groups, mastermind Mm -hmm. groups, because what's going to happen is, especially if you're going out of what you've normally done, and this happened to me, I'm sure it happened to you. Mm -hmm. You go out of how people know you. So friends, family are going to be like, whoa, who do you think you are? Yeah. You're an influencer, you're a podcaster, you're this, you're that, you're whatever you're doing. And you're going to look around and try to, you're going to see that a lot of these people that you think are going to give you support and Mm -hmm. are going to show up won't. Mm -hmm. And you have to be okay with it. So that goes into my second piece of advice, which is have zero expectations of everyone. Yes. Yes. Have zero expectation. And then you are going to be so surprised Mm -hmm. at who appears in your life. Yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, it's so important. And I mean, community is like the number one most important mm-hmm. thing you can have in your whole life mm-hmm. forever. I think that's like right. the number one predictor of longevity is like having a great mm-hmm. community. So when you want to level up, you've got to be with or change or like get into a different mm-hmm. career, different industry. You've got to be around people who are doing the same thing as you and maybe a little right. bit ahead of you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do that. And then my fifth piece of advice would be get the help if you need it. So get a coach. Yes or get one or two friends who act as like a mini mastermind group or accountability mm-hmm. partners. Mm-hmm. Because you, it's so hard 
if you're special, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur for 20 years, so it's, I'm yeah. kind of used to kicking my own ass, yeah. but it's yeah. really hard now. Cause at least when I had a lot of my clients, there were very big deadlines. So that would kind of kick right. my ass. But mm -hmm. when you are 100% responsible for everything that you're doing, yes. you need accountability. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, or else you're not going to get things done. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really key. And it, and it's funny because when you said, you know, get those, get those partners or get the coach or get the help, you know, I would expand that as well and say, also get the help in terms of whether that's therapy or other kind of support groups that you need, because I don't know about you, because like you said, you've been a, an entrepreneur for a very long time. One of the things I found coming out of corporate was all of the head trash that's built up that you've not dealt with when you go out on your own and it's just you, all that stuff shows up. You don't know why it shows up. You don't know when it's going to show up. You don't know that it's tied to something back in third grade. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that shows up. And so when I heard you say, you know, get the help, that's the other piece I would encourage people to do is don't be afraid, especially we're coming off of mental health awareness month and in, especially in marginalized communities, it's just not, a, it's not a thing. You don't go get therapy, right? Well, I'm here to tell you, you need to go get therapy. We all need Jesus, but we need therapists too, right? Jesus made therapists too. And so that whole idea of, of getting that help that you need is in, includes the help for your own sanity, whether that is doctors for your physical health, whether that is therapists for your mental and emotional health. Don't feel bad about seeking counsel, whatever that counsel looks like for you, because you're going to take whatever that stuff is into whatever you're trying to do. And it's going to show up in the weirdest ways at the strangest times. And if you don't, aren't prepared to at least address it or work with it or recognize it, right? Awareness is the first, first piece. Then you can really start to derail yourself unwittingly without, with, and not know how to kind of get back on track because you haven't dealt with the stuff that's the real issue. So I encourage you guys, as you follow, you know, Jen's advice to expand that fifth piece to say, you know, that's physical, mental, emotional help, right? As well as business help, financial help, whatever help is for you, give yourself the gift of getting that. Give yourself oh. the gift. I'm so glad you mentioned that. And I actually did a podcast episode on that. It's a hundred percent. So I'll say, if you're looking for help, if you have things in the past, cause things will bubble up just like mm -hmm. you're saying. And if you yeah. haven't addressed them before, cause I've been in therapy for like over 20 years. Yes. <laughs> we've unpacked a lot. My yes. therapist and I, we've unpacked a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, so anything in the past and you know, the past traumas, just how you were mm -hmm. raised, whatever therapy coaching yes. is for moving forward. Therapy right. is to, to unpack and to really make peace with right. what's been happening in the past. Mm -hmm. And so I've actually, mm -hmm. you probably have done the same thing. I've turned away people yeah. for coaching because I said, you need to actually do this other thing first yes. Yes. and then come mm -hmm. back when you're solid and stable in yes. dealing with that. Um, yeah. So exactly. we need it all. And the other kind of the bonus advice too is just, it's not selfish to put yourself first, like we talked it's about. Not. And so, and it's so important, especially women at midlife, we've got a lot of stuff mm -hmm. going on. We've got families, we've got aging parents. I mean, there's mm -hmm. just a lot. I mean, if I explain yes. my last week, the highs and lows of my last week, maybe I will just to underscore this. Yes. Last, a week ago, Sunday, we started the week off going to Memorial for my neighbor who died of a widowmaker heart attack mm. at 45. Oh. Leaving behind his beautiful wife, who's my friend, and her two small children. 
that was during COVID. And so they finally got to do the memorial. So that's how the week right. started. And that oh. was very, it was a pivotal thing that happened for my husband and I too, because that was, and we were there at sort of ground zero, seeing it happen and yes. helping her through it. Mm -hmm. I was like, tomorrow's not promised. It's not. So we've got to live, we have to live life. And it, mm -hmm. I don't want that to sound cliche. So that's yeah. how the week started. I had a wonderful event Tuesday night, speaking to women on a high. Mm -hmm. It was fabulous, yeah. women supporting women, incredible. Thursday night, another event for um, a charity that I'm on the board of, the Sparkle mm -hmm. Foundation. We help struggling single moms. So yeah. we had a fundraiser. Again, more women coming out to support women, like beautiful night. Mm -hmm. Friday night, I ended the week going to another memorial for a 16-year-old mm -hmm. who died oh. in a skiing accident. And it was friends with my son and the kids, like we're friends with the family. And this mm -hmm. was our second memorial. So that's, that's sort of life, right? Yeah. And yeah. it was this crazy, I'm actually going to do a podcast episode on this of just, mm -hmm. but to be able to ride these waves of midlife yes. and all these things that come up, we need to be stable as we can. And that means mm -hmm. getting help when you need it. It yeah. means getting the sleep, like putting yourself first health wise, like get outside yeah. and do a walk, you know, try to eat healthy, just move your body. Mm -hmm. And we're mm -hmm. also in control of what we consume. So don't want, you know, yes. we all like our trash TV to like chill yeah. out. But, you know, if there's Instagram, if there's stuff that's make, I don't watch the news. I really don't. I hear what I need right. to hear from my husband because yes. he does. I'm like, I just don't need that mm -hmm. negative energy in my life. Right. We can be in control of what we consume. Mm -hmm. So we can just maintain mm -hmm. balance. So when we're riding these mm. waves, we have at least have some type of a stable sort of like stasis or yes. like a platform to go back to mm -hmm. and be able to ride mm -hmm. it. And then also when you're dealing with it, deal, just deal with it. I went to yoga yes. on um, Saturday and just cried, Yes, you know, cause I finally came down yes. from the week and there's nothing that's going to put you right with the world, not right with the world, no. but in perspective of going to Memorial for a 16 year old child, 16 year old. Yes. Who, by the way, lived life amazingly and his whole um, attitude was, you know, make yeah. today, make every day a great day. Yes. Yeah. And just love, yeah. love a lot. I said, there's so much wisdom from this, this child yes. that has gone. Out of the mouths of babes, right? Mouths of babes, exactly. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think it's so important because, you know, and they, they talk about crying being so cathartic, like physically and emotionally cathartic. Like it's a, it's a good thing to cry because we're, it's that polyvagal theory, right? That whole fight, flight or freeze. And you just, you can't necessarily force yourself into any one of those, right? So if you're, if you're indorsal, if all you want to do is just go to bed, you can't necessarily force yourself up, you know, pick up yourself by your booster. Okay. Our nervous systems don't work like that. Our nervous systems are all about safety. So you have to be able to be kind to yourself in those moments and understand how many things are, are coming at you. And if you just need like me type a insecure overachiever, I have to actually have a conversation with myself that says today, you're not going to do anything except what you want to do today. Now you recognize there's a bunch of stuff on the list and that stuff is going to be there the next day, but instead of waking up the next day and Oh my God, I couldn't have done it. And I, I made a decision to do nothing except what I wanted to do today, knowing that I'll just deal with tomorrow, tomorrow, and what needs to get done will get done. It always does. And to give ourselves that space to be human, to be human. And for those of you who are listening, who came out of corporate, I want to acknowledge there is really such a thing as trauma in corporate America. So don't let them make you think you're crazy. You're not crazy. 
Those places can be toxic. If you're lucky, you're in a really great organization, or if nothing else, you're in a really great department within a crazy organization. But corporate America will make you think you're crazy. They'll make you think you are not worthy. They'll make you think you don't have a choice. You Ooh, always. I think I just got a little choice. PTSD, Laurel. From <laughs> right. <laughs> my last corporate job that we're like, they all actually were crazy. My clients yeah. were crazy. Everyone was crazy. And yeah. Yep. So it's yeah. real. It's real. And so I want to acknowledge that it really is real. And if you are feeling some type of way about the role that you're in, about the company that you're in, first and foremost, you have a choice. If nothing else, you have a choice. You have a choice in if you show up when you show up, how you show you have choices about all of that stuff. Now, we're not free from the consequences of the choices we make. So you got to know where you are, right? But you have a choice. And so don't let anyone think you don't. You just have to decide and understand what are the choices that are within your purview and what those mean for you. What are the impact of those choices? And then make them. And so Jen, as you, as we kind of wrap up, because I just, we could talk for another four hours. You really um, could. I just, the thing that really, as we were talking, the thing that really resonated with me for, for you and in talking with you was this real focus on, you know what, it's never too late. It is really never too late. And there's such a tendency for us to think if we didn't do it all by the time we're 20, because we want to make the 30 under 30 and the 40 under 40. And the, if we didn't make the list, it's too late. If we didn't become an entrepreneur by the time we were 10, it's too late. And your whole business, right? This whole purpose that you're driven, the impact that you're making is built on that foundation of it is never too late. So as we close, I want you to think about those women that you have impacted. The ones who have come to you and told you their stories of I just can't, or I'm never going to be able to, or everybody else already is. And when you look at those women and you see their heart and you look into their eyes and you see their genius, what is the thing that you tell them? That there's only one you mm. and you get to be happy. You are put on this earth to make an impact and it's yeah. up to you to go out there and make that impact. Women go crazy. They don't think they're worthy enough. They're like, well, who am I to say I want to do this, especially at midlife? And yes. nothing makes me happier than when I run into someone or someone DMs me or sends me a text and said, I signed up to do that training because guess what, Jen? I'm not too fucking old. I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah. And it makes me so wildly happy. Yes. I mean, it's yes. unbelievable how happy it makes me. I saw somebody mm. else who just started a photography business at 54. Mm. She's like, I was listening to the podcast and I'm like, I'm not too old. I'm like, no, you're not too old. No. It's a movement. And guess what? I don't think the world wants us to be all motivated and energized in our midlife because guess what? Nope. When we're motivated and energized, ladies, we're going to show up different. And it's yes. if you think about it this way, if I'm happy, it's like, remember, it goes so far beyond the happy wife, happy mm -hmm. life. This is like, mm -hmm. there's an empowered mom here. I'm impacting my yes. son. He's seeing a strong woman, making a, a, yes. a big change. He tells me I'm cringy all the time. I'm like, great, I must be doing my job. Yes. My girls are saying mom do this. 
Mm-hmm. And then the community seeing something and then somebody else gets energized and activated. Then yes. that woman has another impact on another woman and another teen girl. And it's so it goes. Yes. I mean, that is the beautiful thing about this whole thing. And you're not yes. too old. Iris Apfel, who is yes. 100 years old, just had a collab with H&M. Yes. That's sold yes. out. Yes. Okay. Love her. So we, yes. there, there's no, I'm too old as an, ex- that's just an excuse yes. to not do something. Yeah. That's a little tough Absolutely. love. But it's fear with talking. us and you're going to, yes. you know, we're going to have you believe and you can be the president because that's how Absolutely. we're doing it right now. Absolutely. You're never too old. It's never too late. Jen, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing your energy, for sharing your wisdom, for sharing your courage with me. And with the folks who are listening, it is just, it, it's so uplifting and it's such a great, a great thing to know that you're not crazy and that you do have a chance. And as long as you wake up the next day, that's another day to have an opportunity to do whatever it is that makes your heart sing. How can people get in touch with you? All right. So I am at Jen Marples basically everywhere around social media. So I like to hang out on Instagram, LinkedIn. I'm on TikTok, much to the chagrin of my kids. Um, I'm at jenmarples.com. You can find out about the podcast and everything I'm doing there. So you can start with jenmarples.com or come find me on Instagram and I'm happy to chat with anyone. I love it. Well, guys, I, I, and I will have all of her information in the show notes as well. Definitely check her out. Definitely check her out. You will not be disappointed. Listen to her podcast. Talk about some nuggets. It is the thing that's going to lift you up when you really need it. Going to remind you to keep going because it is never too late and you are never too old. Jim, we are going to do this again. We are definitely going to do this again. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you all for listening to the Rutledge Perspective podcast this week. I so appreciate every single listen, every single download. I do not take it for granted that you have a choice where you listen. And I appreciate every time you listen to me. Have a fantastic rest of your week and we will catch you next time. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.